You're listening to a message from Victory. In view of God's mercy, let us live out the gospel by loving God and others. Join us as we continue the book of Romans in our series, The Gospel Expressed. Hello everyone. Welcome once again. We're still in our series, The Gospel Expressed. And let me read from Romans chapter 14, beginning in verse 13. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know and I am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it's unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you're no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So do not let what you regard as good be spoken as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then, let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Let's just bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, we pray, Lord, that we would learn to walk in love, in unity, in harmony, and in peace with one another. And we pray, Lord God, even as we understand, even as we have understood the power of the gospel, we pray it's going to be applied in our lives by the way we treat one another. That we may treat one another with mutual respect, with love, and with understanding. Lord, anoint the preaching of your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Nasa Gospel Express po tayo. And uh, looking at Romans 14, we're going to talk about walking in love and acceptance. You see, in the first chapters of the book of Romans, even up to the middle, it talks about basically the gospel and the power of the gospel. To understand the theology. You know, it's all about theology. However, in the next chapters, okay, you can say, ang pinag-uusapan po ngayon is the way we apply this gospel. The way we express it. Kaya po yung title natin, The Gospel Expressed. Ano po, yun po yung overarching you know, theme. When the gospel was explained, okay, in the first chapters of Romans, now it's the gospel expressed. How are we supposed to live out this gospel? How are we supposed to treat one another? How are we supposed to walk with one another as fellow servants of Christ? Kasi lahat po tayo, as recipients of this gospel, it's not just something of theology that we think about, but it's important to think about the application. Knowing the gospel now. Receiving the gospel now. How are we supposed to live it out? And it's interesting that we can see here in this verse, and I'm also going to read Romans chapter 15, verse 1 to 7, to explain further. Okay? Uh, let me read Romans chapter 15, 
verse 1 to 7, it says here, We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Ayan po, importante po, that we live in harmony and we live in peace, building up one another. Okay? Let me jump over to verse 5. Look at this. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. That together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 7, Therefore, welcome one another as Christ welcomed you for the glory of God. You know, dun po sa NIV nakalagay po, Therefore, accept one another as Christ has accepted you. And that word, therefore. Okay? Parang Paul was already giving a conclusion here. Okay, when he said, therefore, therefore, welcome one another. Therefore, accept one another as Christ has accepted you. You see, what we're going to talk about is love and acceptance today. Pero, before we go through this conclusion, because here in verse 15, meron pong therefore, but we need to see what was there before. Okay, I started out reading in chapter 14, but there's some things that I want to point out. Out here in these chapters. Unang-una po, during the early days of the church, there was some strife going on. There was some uh, quarrels going on. And people would do things that would cause other Christians to stumble. And one of the things that caused them to stumble was the food they ate. Because we have to understand, people are coming from different backgrounds. People hearing the gospel now, some of them grew up in a judeo uh, in Judaism, they have some practices and traditions. And then yung mga Gentiles coming to the salvation of Jesus Christ. So hindi po sila nakakaintindihan at that time because there's some practices that they're not familiar with and it would cause some friction, some conflict. Okay? Like what I read earlier, when it comes to the food that they would eat, there was conflict. Okay? Bakit po? Because when they would see people eating food that was sacrificed to idols, yung ibang Christiano po, naturally, they would be angry. They would feel offended. Nasa stumble po sila. And that would cause quarrels among themselves. That's why we need to go back to this word and find out what's the solution to all this. Okay? What are we supposed to do? Kaya in verse 15, like what I read earlier, it says, For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. There are three things I want to share with you all, talking about walking in harmony and love in this passage of Scripture. And the first point is very much emphasized in this verse 15. Sabi po dito, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So in other words, if you are eating food that has been sacrificed you know, to idols, and your brother is offended by that, the Bible says you are, not, you are no longer walking in love. 
You see? So what's the first point or what's the first thing I want to share with you? The application, the gospel express. First thing we need to remember is we need to walk in love. Walk in love. If there's something that's going to cause your brother to stumble, then don't do it anymore. If it's what you eat that causes your brother to stumble, then don't eat that anymore. Okay? In the early verse of chapter 14, it says here, And for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. Not to quarrel. Verse 2, One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Okay, well, may mga veg, vegetarian na pala noon nung panahon na yun. Okay? Now, you can't judge and say, okay, I am holier than you because I just eat vegetables. O yung isa naman, hindi. I don't eat vegetables, I eat everything because everything has been blessed by God. Alright? So, in other words, there was a conflict or a quarrel that was happening between those who would eat certain kinds of food, but it's not about the food. The point is, what Paul is driving at here, if we're going to walk together in love and in harmony, is that we must be sensitive towards the needs of others and towards the beliefs of others that you eating certain kinds of food won't offend them. Alright? Uh, you know, I saw this sign. Uh, we nag-date po kami ng wife ko recently. And thank God, we're able to go out already little by little. And we went to the mall. And I'm going to show you this sign. And nakalagay, being a vegetarian is a missed steak. Okay? Kesa na mistake. Missed steak. So I took a picture of it. I found it funny. And uh, you know what? I have some vegetarian friends. But I don't want to offend them. But I just took this picture. But... Ngayon, it's funny, and we talk about it, kasi iba-iba na klase yung mga diet ngayon eh. Okay, dati, ano ba yung mga iba-ibang klaseng diet? Diba? Uh, the seafood diet, you eat all you see. Or uh, ano ba to, yung low-carbo, no-carbo, keto diet. Tapos may intermittent fasting, yung no diet. So different diets now. But you can't say one diet is holier than the other. Now it's not really a... It, it still is a big issue, and people just laugh about it, not really fight. But during those times, what you ate was a big deal. It was connected to your faith. Okay? But what was the point that Paul was driving at here? The point was very clear. Let's walk in love. Let us not make other people stumble by what we eat. Okay? So, kung ano yung kinakain natin. So, so, sabi dito, by what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. Because you can say, alam mo, because this is all from the Lord. God bless us, therefore we can eat anything. Since you don't have that strong faith, you know, bahala ka. No, we can't think that way. It's just so important, you know, that we walk in love. And you may say, o oh, sige, issue yun ngayon. Ay, issue yun noon. Ano ngayon yung issue ngayon? What is Paul trying to drive at here? Since we are recipients of the gospel, since God has loved us, we should show love towards one another. Now, I'm going to tell you what the issue is today in our world. You see, kung noon, it was about the food and it was certain dates of the year that one people would find more holy than the other, 
But now, what do people quarrel about? Even if they're Christians, you know what people f- fight about and quarrel about nowadays? They quarrel about their eschatology or their belief in the end times. They quarrel about politics. Nako, important ito. They quarrel about sports. And there's always a division there. You know, oh, ano ka ba? Uh, Lakers ka ba? Or ano ba yung natalo? Heat. You know? And say, oh, you know, there's division. Okay, that may be so simple. But yung iba, sineseryoso talaga nila yung sports teams nila. And how about more when it comes to politics? Don't you know, in our church, people have different political beliefs believe in different political um, personalities, and it can cause offense. That's why we don't talk about politics in victory groups. Why? Because it can easily cause offense. But we have to understand that God has called us to walk in love. Don't let it be a hindrance. Because the truth is, people from different political spheres attend our church. Pero pagdating na sa politics, yun na nag-aaway na yung mga tao. And I hope that we're not going to have that, that we would love one another. In fact, which brings me to my next point. Okay? Let me continue reading here in chapter 14. Sabi po dito sa verse uh, 19, listen to this, So then, let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual Upbuilding. Let me say that again because it's so important. Let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. So Paul was saying here, since the kingdom of God is all about righteousness, peace, and joy, let all of us pursue peace. That's my second point. My second point is we need to walk in peace. Walk in peace. In fact, sabi po ni Paul, pursue peace. Not pursue quarrels. Not pursue fights. Not pursue arguments that will divide us. But as children of God, we are the body of Christ. Therefore, we have to be united. We need to love one another, respect one another, agree to disagree, and not let the little things separate us. Ah, like what I mentioned earlier, even there, hindi lang political, political beliefs. How about theological beliefs? You know, their view of the end times or eschatology, especially now. Oy, nako, pandemic. Alam mo, ganito yan eh. Alam ko na, darating na si Lord, darating na yung rapture, hanapin na natin yung antichrist, hanapin na natin, tignan naman yung mga kasama mo, baka sa likod, meron ng 666, and you look for this person, and they say, the end is coming. And then others would say, no, the end is not yet. Why? Because we need to preach this gospel all over the world. Well, the answer is, nobody knows when the end is coming. Nobody knows except our Father in heaven. And therefore, we don't need to argue about that. We don't need to fight with our brothers over that. But for some, it becomes a big issue. They quarrel over this thing. And then no longer, they are no longer walking in peace and harmony They'd say, oh, sige, ganyan paniniwala mo? Okay, I'm not gonna attend this victory group anymore. I'm not gonna attend this service anymore. I'm not gonna attend this church anymore. Because that's what you believe. 
But if we have the gospel and we understand what Paul is saying to us, then we would avoid everything that will make our brother stumble. That will make our brother quarrel with us. Let's not major, you know, on issues that will bring us apart. That's why the Bible says here, and it's so important, that we need, okay, lahat po tayo dito, we need to pursue peace. And that word, pursue, is important. Yung iba, they don't pursue peace. You know what they pursue? They pursue fights. They pursue quarrels. Napakaliit na bagay lang, pinag-aawayin na po. And I do hope, as people of God, you know what, especially now, that a lot of us are at home, a lot of us are spending time with our families, our prayer is that there would be peace in your home. That there would be love and kindness displayed in your household. Even between husband and wife, even between parents and their children, that there would be peace, that we would have a heart that would say, Lord, I am willing to forgive. That's what Paul is talking about here. Imagine in chapters 14 and 15, you know, the application is, you respect those who eat certain kinds of food, who believe in certain kinds of days, which may be holier than another. But those are the application. But the principle behind this is that we must walk in love and we must walk in peace. Ask yourselves, you know, many of us here, we have some trigger points. Some people, you know, they're just so engrossed with their sports team. If somebody says something about the Lakers, they will be offended. Okay, parang, wow, seems like a big deal. For others, would say, that's not a big deal. But for that person, it is. So what you need to do is that, ah, I'm going to avoid, I'm going to avoid getting into an argument. I don't want to get offend this brother just for, because of a sports team. I remember one time in church, even people in the PBA or the sports teams, basketball puto, they've been coming to our church. And it so happened na meron pong chi- uh, championship game between the two teams. Now, what is the pastor supposed to say? You can't get up on the pulpit and say, you know, Lord, I pray for this team na manalo po sila. E, and po yung opposite team eh. And you, it's so funny that even members of different teams would come and ask for prayer you know, and you cannot say, oh, I'm for this team, or I'm for that team, publicly. Why? Because you want to keep the harmony, you want to keep the love, you want to walk in peace. That's how we're supposed to live. Why? Because Christ has shown us the example. He has shown us even how to love our enemies. Think about that. Even those closest to Jesus abandoned him when he needed them the most. The disciples at Gethsemane, the disciples at the crucifixion, they all ran away, but Jesus forgave them. Well, there was John. John was there during the crucifixion and with Mary. But it's just so important that all of us would think now, kung yung Bible tells us about this gospel which has set us free, that this gospel, the kingdom of God, is about righteousness, peace, and joy. We need to think now, if that is what the gospel is all about, how are we supposed to apply this in our daily lives? 
Because Christianity is not about head knowledge. It's about how we apply the word daily. Like what we said in the past, you know, Romans 12, we offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, which is our reasonable act of worship, that this is a, a temple. And as the temple of God, where we go, the temple goes. Where we go, the presence of God goes with us. And the way we treat one another, it should be in love and in harmony. Now, I said I was going to say three things, three points. And let me turn to the next point in Romans chapter 15. Okay? Look at this. Romans chapter 15. I like this. Tignan po natin sa verse 1. We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. We who are strong in the faith have an obligation. You have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak. The same with us. We're weak in other areas. We may be strong in other areas. But we must bear with one another. In verse 2, it says, Let, us, let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Wow. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. You know, earlier, we talked about harmony. We talked about mutual building of each other's lives. We see here clearly that Paul was making a point. He said that whatever we do, whatever we say, it's supposed to build the people around us. It's supposed to encourage others. Now, think about your words now. In the past week, have your words been tearing people down or building them up? Have you been a voice of encouragement or discouragement? Have you been a voice that would espouse peace and harmony and love? I do hope so. Let's make it a point to say, Lord, I want to practice this in my life. Look at this in verse 3. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. You know, Jesus took all our reproach. Verse 4, For whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction. This was written for our instruction. That through endurance, that through the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. Let us be a voice of encouragement to others. And look at this. I love this prayer. In verse 5, it says, May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. So church, it's so important. That was the prayer of Paul, to live in harmony. So my, my third point is this, that we should walk in harmony and acceptance. Sampul magagaling acceptance. Verse 7 which I mentioned earlier, it says here, Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. In fact, in, in NIV, it says, Accept one another as Christ has accepted you. Now think about that. The way Christ has accepted us, we should accept one another. 
Pagdating po sa mga bagay na hindi po naman malalaki, let's just overlook. Let's just accept our brother. Whether his belief is like that, whether his political belief is like this, whether his eschatology is different from yours, the Bible commands us to still accept him and love him or her as a brother in Christ. It may be easy to say, but with the power of the Holy Spirit, with Jesus inside of us, it's possible to apply this in our life. So what are we saying? God is calling us to walk in love, to walk in peace, to walk in harmony and acceptance. And think about that. The way Christ has accepted us, we should accept one another. Think about that. How did Christ accept us in the first place? We were sinners. We were far from God. We were selfish. And yet, because of the love of Christ, He accepted us. He brought us in, out of the darkness, into His light. And that's the same way we should treat one another. You know, it's sad sometimes when you see what's happening on Twitter, on social media, when people would attack one another. It's just sad to see that. But as people of God, we're called to walk in harmony, to walk in love, to walk in peace, to walk in acceptance. Why? Because we are all recipients of the gospel. And the way we express the gospel is to show our love for one another. Amen? Let's just bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the admonition, for the encouragement of Paul here in Romans. Lord, that he encourages us not to let our brothers stumble, whether it's the food we eat or the days that we believe in. But especially, Lord God, even at this time, even during this time of pandemic, we pray, Lord, that we would love one another, that we would accept one another in Christ. That despite the weakness, Lord God, that we all have, we pray that we would be patient, that we would be forgiving. Lord, like your word says, that we would welcome one another as you have welcomed us. That we would accept one another as you have, have accepted us. And we pray, Father God, that we're going to display this in our families, in our marriages, Lord, in our place of work, in our city, and in our nation. And indeed, Lord, your word would be fulfilled that they will know that we are your disciples because we love one another. Lord, we thank you. We honor you. We give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. See you again next week.